Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What is up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? Thank you for joining us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show. And if it's your first time and you just stumbled across us by accident, first of all, welcome. Second of all, how? And third of all, a little bit about us. We are the show that dives into the discography and catalog of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. And we do it one track at a time. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Joining me as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, do you have enough in you to uh, get through uh, the rest of the show vocally? I think so. I've uh, been uh, you know, podcasting with John uh, and Scott on the Aerosmith show and doing some uh, theme ah. music. So uh, it's catching up to me a little bit, but I had a good workout at the gym. Uh, I'm knocking down a theater in my spare time. We're now day three yeah. of knocking down the old building and it's pretty much gone. Uh, so, that, so that's been a lot of fun and, uh, ready to talk some Van Halen. And I'm very excited about our guests here tonight. Uh, Brad's been with us, uh, for, for quite a while. Uh, it, it reached out long, long time ago. One of the guys who's very, very patient, uh, Mark, why don't you give him uh, your patented intro? Joining us on the show, fan of the show, supporter of the show, and the first time we're getting a father-son duo uh, combination for the guests. Please welcome Brad and Nathan. How you guys doing? We're doing great today. Th- thanks. A L- little late for us, but uh, we're we're excited. So well, we're Sorry happy to that. have these, you in any way. Yeah. yeah the, these darn time zones, I tell you. No. It's all good. Well, well, we're glad uh, to have you. you I know, thought that Nathan yeah. almost had a baseball game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of bad weather, and so like they keep having like reschedule and cancel games. So we'll, we'll see. So, I'm I'm curious, uh, Nathan. What uh, pray tell? I probably know the answer, but I'll just I'll just go ahead and ask it since you are a first timer on the show. What was your introduction to the band Van Halen, or rather, who introduced them to you? Him. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good dad right there. Yeah. I will tell you this, this guy is, he is my concert buddy. Um, he got to see the last tour. He was 10 and uh, nine, nine or 10. He's, uh, he's, he's about three weeks shy of 18 right now, but, um, Oh yeah. So we had the last tour, took him out down at West Palm and, uh, that was my third and final time I got to see him. But, uh, this guy, I mean, it is how many how many shows have you been to in the last in the last year? Well, twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two, like yeah. Um, well, this this year was just four. Yeah, okay, we're in April, and he's already been the four. I mean, nice. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's his his aunt takes good care of him, and and anytime I want to go to a show, he's ready to go. So it's great. That is. Can a you good, adopt uh, me too? I, I need yeah. to go to more shows. Can you adopt me? You, you want to know the true story? I actually thought about this today. I saw that uh, Mammoth had released some more tour dates. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I've been to Canada once. I said, they go up in that area. I'm reaching out to Corey. We'll go. <laughs> well, I'm going to see <laughs> Mammoth next August in Edmonton when they're opening for Metallica. I saw that. I think there are, doesn't it start? It starts this August, right? I maybe we may do one more. It starts this April. It, it was April? Well, the, the tour, their tour starts this April overseas. I think they're starting in Amsterdam. Yeah, but I think right. I think in the U.S. it's the Meadowlands in August. Yeah. yeah. And he's going off to college. I'm thinking maybe one more show before. <laughs> but uh, I got to see them once when they opened for Guns N' Roses. We both did. Everybody was all excited to see Guns N' Roses. I want to see Mammoth. So That's how I'm like. I like Metallica and all, but I'm more excited to see Mammoth. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean... Uh, Guns N' Roses are seasoned uh, uh, players and a seasoned band. Also, it's Guns N' Roses. You never know if you're actually going to get a performance or if you're going to get half or none at all. So I get it. And, uh, you know, 
uh, Wolfie doing his thing is still relatively relatively fresh, despite the fact that he's been playing for quite a while now, but it's still uh, Mammoth is fresh. So yeah, of course you absolutely want to get down on it and having the name Van Halen doesn't hurt either. So yeah, yeah, that's totally understandable. So well, right on Nathan, you are as a performer myself, you are one of the people, one of the supporters that we actually look forward to uh, having at, at constant shows. So keep on supporting your, uh, your favorite acts, no matter if they're local or international or whatever, like support. It's what it's all about right now. And, and these are dire times for touring musicians. So any support anybody can give is appreciated. So uh, Corey, speaking of mammoth, speaking of Van Halen stuff, anything uh, from our friends at the news desk that uh, you want to talk about? Oh, there's a few things. Everybody should head on over to VHND.com. Our good buddy Eric Sennett writes for them. Uh, there's a great little uh, blurb from Nuno Betancourt about the time Eddie Van Halen came by to visit while Extreme was recording their upcoming album, Six. So they've been working on this album for quite a while. But he talks about recording the uh, solo for Rise, and uh, Gary Sharon <laughs> kept texting him and bugging him. And he's like, fucking Gary knows not to bug me when I'm recording guitars. And he said, and Gary's like, no, you got to come downstairs. You got to come downstairs. He walks downstairs, and it's Eddie Van Halen. And uh, he's like, okay, well, you can't come up, Eddie, and hear the solo until I'm done with it. But when I'm done, will you come back? And Eddie said, sure. And then that was the last he ever saw of Eddie Van Halen. So oh, uh, th man. that interview, uh, sadly, is on the Van Halen news desk as well. Sammy Hagar dropped some nuggets. Uh, of course, live right here, right now, dropped on Record Store Day, April 22nd. Uh, oh, yeah. Sammy did a little uh, unboxing video uh, of his copy and kind of let it slip that uh, the remastered Van Hagar catalog is coming soon with extra tracks. That was a little bit of new information. So, you know, maybe crossing over will be on the balance reissue. I think uh, both you and I were huge fans of that song, Mark. So they wanted yeah. to put that on a, on an extra disc uh, for that reissue. That'd be fantastic. Absolutely. And then of course yeah. we alluded to it. Uh, Mammoth WVH announces a North American tour dates with Alter Bridge and seven dust. That's going to be a great tour as well. Check them out. If they're coming anywhere near you, unfortunately they announced a Canadian leg, which means Toronto, uh, sometimes Montreal and Vancouver, not really a Canadian leg. We're a pretty big country. Uh, you know, two, two cities is, does not a leg make. <laughs> no, did, you not get, at hey, all, did but... you get your copy? I did. Kevin Brown picked one up for me. I just got to get to uh, Saskatoon, which is about a four hour drive and get it from him. We're planning that for May long weekend. So uh, it's purchased. I just don't have it in hand yet. And I know a lot it of people who didn't get it at all. <laughs> like, uh, like some guys like fat man on guitar uh, tweeted at me and said, you know, my record store had 20. And then I had other people saying, you know, my record store had one. And by the time I got through the line, it was gone. So uh, it was really kind of hit and miss on record store day. Who got a copy? Well, then, uh, I think uh, I, I I can speak for uh, a lot of fans of Seven Dust anyway, that, uh, look, if you're going to see Alter Bridge and Mammoth do that, but also Seven Dust is still a very killer live band to go see live. So go check out that tour. If they're coming near you or if they're not near you, at least go to the one that's closest. I do believe that tour is hitting up uh, my neck of the woods at some point. So uh, fingers crossed, because I really want to see Wolfie lay it down. So that's very, very cool. Cool. I mean, any I would imagine that uh, these upcoming uh, releases are every collector's uh, dream, especially if you're a Van Halen collector. So Fingers crossed on that as well, that uh, we get some really interesting, cool, uh, previously unreleased things. So, yeah, exciting stuff. And I cannot wait for Corey to have that record on hand. Uh, Kevin, you're a good man for doing doing uh, uh, what you do for us. So, all and right. He, did, he didn't even jack up the price. Like I, I checked on Discogs four <laughs> hours after record yeah. stores open. People were selling it for 250 bucks online. And I paid, wow. it would have been about 120 American, 150 Canadian for it. So. Uh, Kevin is a good man and didn't jack up the price on me. Well, there he he must like you or something because he uh, must. otherwise I did promise him a, a pint uh, next time I see him in Saskatoon. So maybe oh. make it two. But, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll that's, have to that's, be that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, or if there's a if uh, maybe if they have a liter size, get him get him <laughs> a, one or two of those. There you go. Uh, that sounds that sounds awesome. So. All right. All right. If uh, no more news, let's say we get on over to our Twitter and check out the rock and poll. All right, you guys. Last week, we finally uh, after after finally uh, uh, after all this time and I've really been trying so hard to manifest the song ain't talking about love. We finally hit it. Uh, and that was fantastic. Such a good show. But I wanted to know how everyone else was feeling. We always 
think we know what a particular track is going to do as far as the poll goes, but we've been surprised before. So this one, uh, we got a, a, a an astounding, uh, I wouldn't say it was uh, completely uh, predictable, but somewhat predictable. We got a 91.7% what dreams are made of with an 8.3% dream is over. And I just, and I know we're not gonna, we're not gonna get a hundred percent every time. I know that it's, it's been made very clear uh, after a few of the tracks that we thought should have just absolutely swept the floor uh, didn't. So now I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm curious as to what people are going to, are, are saying about this track, but Corey, was this one, did you expect this one to go a little bit higher than 91%? Well, I did because uh, I think I, picked last week it'd, it'd be 95.5 was kind of my my wheelhouse yeah but, uh, yeah 91 for a van heel in one track is actually quite low uh, and actually if you look at kind of the upper echelon uh, of our uh, vote totals here let's go all the way up to the top hot for teacher was 96 percent mm -hmm. uh doa in spanish fly was also 96 percent uh, 96 percent for mean street uh 98 for take your whiskey home and uh wow. 93 for woman in love 95.6 for Unchained, but the uh, winner, the current leader is still Little Guitars at 98.6%. So I am kind of surprised that Little Guitars is still our highest uh, vote getter here. It 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 has outscored Unchained. Uh, Take Your Whiskey Home outscored it as well. I, I just, it's, these are some interesting votes. And I don't know if it's because our audience just has, they have particular tastes for certain tracks or if there's some trolling involved, there's probably a little bit of trolling. There's always a little bit. Uh, we even, you know, in good jest, I believe it was a uh, Chaz even trolled us a little bit with a, with a vote down, even though he clearly stated that it was a vote up, but still you never know. Uh, but I'm curious as to what everyone is saying. So, well, you know Let's what? Uh, go, uh, we have uh, Brad tweeted, so you'll get to read his tweet. But oh, we didn't hear okay, from Nathan. Great. I want to get Nathan's vote. Uh, you know the song ain't talking about love. How would you have voted on that track? I, I think it's one of their best. I mean, uh, who wouldn't? Exactly right. Like you're listening to the wrong <laughs> right. fucking exactly. show. If, uh... Who wouldn't? <laughs> it's like it, it's it's such an iconic tune, and it's we mentioned last week. There's. This one got no, uh, th this was not a single. It wasn't a single release at all, but it is just such a monster tune that this is the mainstay of all of their touring, of all of their live shows. This this is one of the tracks that always stayed on the set. So I don't understand how uh, anyone votes this thing down, but uh, but you know what? Let's go to the Twitter poll. Let's, let's find out what people are saying uh, and we'll uh, read out some tweets brought to you by uh, our patrons. That's right. If you sign up on our Patreon, you get your tweet uh, guaranteed read on air. So I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, we'll start with our guest himself. Hey, he can explain himself in case I, I need him to explain anything further. Uh, from Brad Gould here. Top five Van Halen song, hands down. The sheer raw power and energy of the band shines in this upbeat anthem. The mix is balanced perfectly, and each member of the band's contributions are heard loud and clear, but in a way that adds not uh, that doesn't overpower the others. Perfect song. Brad, do you stand by that statement? Because I stand by it. I, 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 I if you voted this down, fuck off. That, that's <laughs> it. That's all you got to say. Yep. Well said. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. So, um, but I am curious as to, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, if you're on our Patreon and uh, you want your tweet read guaranteed, which you will, uh, there's no chance you're going to probably vote down uh, in terms of trolling unless you're just doing it for fun. So I would be curious if any of our patron members uh, voted this one down. I want to hear what they have to say, but let's just go down the list here. Uh, our friends at Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast say for the people downvoting, can we get your comments? I need to know what it is about the song that you dislike. And uh, they go on to say, this isn't just a great song on its own. It's tied to so many memories to each and every Van Halen fan. When you saw Van Halen for the, for your first time, or when you stole the cassette from fast frets room to hear it, I wonder who he's talking about <laughs> there. Uh, or when fast fret copied the guitar leg for his, his strat. 
uh, Orwin Fastfret asked me if I wanted to jam with him for the very first time, and he opened with this, and I had to be Alex to his Eddie. This is way more than a song. It's an important statement. Rock was forever changed when Eddie Van Halen, or when Van Halen came into it. Very personal, very uh, uh, well well uh, said statement. So thank you. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just going to assume Sean was the uh, culprit behind yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I don't think Todd tweets at all, sir. No, that's right. That's a good point. But uh, sh- shout out to Todd. We like him. Yeah. Uh, our friend Ryan Powell said, "Ain't talking about love is clearly in the top tier of Van Halen's catalog." Preach. The opening riff is intricate and complex while still serving as foreshadowing uh, foreshadowing rather of the intensity to follow one of the best breakdown sections and an iconic part of every concert hashtag what dreams are made of exactly as I say this was a mainstay in their entire set for like what the entirety of uh, their career since the song came out so yep. I yeah I if if people didn't like it or if they I don't know. I'm getting all worked up and I don't need to be. So (laughs) moving on, (laughs) Kevin Brown, our friend, Kevin Brown lurking in the chat. What's up, Kevin? He says has to be top 10 in the catalog and one that you have no business downvoting. If you're a fan, an entire hair metal generation tried and failed to emulate the sound of this song. And it's one of the all time great rock songs tone for days. Great vocal hashtag. What dreams are made of and, uh, Hashtag WDAMA. I'm not sure what dream. What? Uh... <laughs> Kevin, you got to tell us what, what that hashtag is. Yeah, yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell us what that second hashtag is, Kevin. But otherwise, I, I agree with you on, on your statement. And um, <laughs> that's funny. He says uh, an entire mer- hair metal generation tried to emulate it. He's not wrong. If you go back, listen to Ain't Talking About Love just a couple of times, get, you know, get it in your brain and then take a deep dive into the hair metal generation. And you might be surprised at what you hear or you won't be. Uh, so that's very, very funny. Very well said. Rave of Flav, our friend and patron member, says another one that puts Van Halen into well-deserved legendary status. Another song that starts with Ed's solo guitar and just another one where we all know the song from his first four notes. Uh, the best use of Hey, 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 even better than the unknown stuntman. I mean, yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Moving forward. Greg Zito says the song makes the podium for the metal ceremony <laughs> with respect to if you want it, got to bleed for it. I always thought it was about Van Halen play, uh, paying its dues and all the sacrifices they made to chase their dream. Ah, OK, so that's a, that's an interesting interpretation of the song than uh, the ones that we had. Um, do you feel uh, do you, do you kind of see where he's coming from in that one? Hundred percent, I do, but I'll, I'll throw it to Brad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll tell you after. I was a, I'm not a Sammy or a Dave guy. I'm just, a, or, or even a Gary guy. I'm just a music guy. But, but I, I grew up in the Sammy era, and and it's clear his lyrics are a lot clearer. So a lot of Dave stuff, I sometimes really have to sit down and listen to. It, like, what is he saying? And so after you guys said that, I listened to it three or four more times. I couldn't get to where you guys were, right? But hmm. like, all right. You, you know, you got to, you got to hunger, you got to work hard at it. And that's, uh, so yeah, I agree. I, I think that's where it was going. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So moving forward, uh, our friend Chaz at regarding Lulu says one of my favorite songs to play live. Everyone knows and loves this tune. Eight percent down voters come over here to the edge, stand here, look down, see ya. Got no time to mess around. This is a stone cold classic cut of the highest order. I see what you did there. And I appreciate that because I love a good pun. Uh, but no, he, I, I'm, I'm with him on this one. It's just like, I don't, I don't understand where the downvotes are coming from. I might, I might have to like really search for uh, if, if anyone has any explanations here, but so far, not so much. Uh, Don from Wabo in Cabo says, this is as good as it gets. The only way you don't choose what dreams are made of is if you are not a fan of the mighty Van Halen. And if that's the case, go find a Bieber podcast. So less go. kind, less kind words. Uh, like I legitimately want to know what people are, uh, why they would downvote it uh, unless they're trolling. If they're trolling, whatever. Uh, and, uh, and I can't even blame the cult of Mariano on this one, because I know for a fact, John would never downvote this song. No, Von, so. yeah, John upvoted, he even tweeted like, uh, who the hell downvoted this? So yeah, you see, there you go. Yeah. 
So, uh, all right, moving forward here. Uh, Scott Monroe says, I agree with Ted Templeman that, that it's the perfect rock song and the guitar part is timeless. It has such a nighttime devil may care swagger while expertly capturing their pop metal sound. The fist pumping, hey, 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 on the outro gives me goosebumps every single time. Hashtag what dreams are made of. You're not wrong. It's like, it's a powerful anthem and it's an outro. It's, it's, very much. I mean, you can imagine it. I, unfortunately, Nathan, you've got this one, one up on me for sure. I've, I never got to see Van Halen live ever, whatever iteration, never got to see it, but I can imagine, and you can look up live footage as well, but I can imagine just everyone at that part of the song is just like fists in the air, just like, Hey, 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 I just, that that would give me goosebumps as well. Especially uh, if I'm on stage hearing it. And if I, if I wrote that anthem, I mean, that's, that's gotta be some in- really really high intensity so yep right there with you all the way scott thank you very much all right and moving forward oh lost my list here nope there we go let's see any other patriot yeah chasmataz says so fucking great i had to vote twice and i just practiced uh practiced it again you down voters really need to examine your priorities your motives and make some positive fucking changes in your attitude uh yes well said <laughs> make some positive changes because i don't understand I, I still i just don't get it i'm looking around Corey. uh i'm not seeing uh anyone's explanation as to why this might have been downvoted like no. whatsoever the, the, the one the closest one to a negative is jeff brewer who says this is not in my top 10 so uh the down voters not giving us any ammunition this week or any indication why they're voting that way but yeah, but even but even Jeff knows he he knows not to downvote this one because like yeah. why would you? It's so good. Uh, so uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, that might be uh, all the ones from pa- all our Patreon uh, tweets at least. All right. And I if you want your tweet so. read live on the air yep. for pennies a day, you, you can give Mark a <laughs> cup of coffee and he'll read your tweet for you absolutely doing that so uh and if you are one of the uh the eight percent we're not here to judge you we just want to understand so uh if you, no, we're <laughs> you don't want to tweet okay well yeah i i will try not to judge i'll hear you out so if you don't want to tweet <laughs> at me at least you know send us an email or something do it pri- privately message us going like hey look i didn't want to say it on on, uh, on twitter but here you go here's my reason why uh yeah. and make it a good reason don't don't uh don't waste time this is a safe space. And uh, Kevin Brown uh, chimed in in the chat. Uh, that hashtag we don't know about, it's a typo that someone called out last week. He thought he'd own it. So, Oh, well. There what you dreams go. ask me anything, I guess, because it was what the AMA <laughs> So, Well, you heard him. Go to Kevin Brown's Twitter. Go to go listen to the Tom Petty Project, okay? And Seaside Pod Review. There Fantastic you are. the Queen so, Podcast. Yeah, but we're not talking Tom Petty. We're not talking Queen. We're talking the mighty Van Halen, and it's time to get some motherfucking manifestations. Let's go to the Discord server first of our patrons. We've got a few on there. Uh, Scotty Monroe wants to hear the full bug. I'd be down oh, yeah. for that one, absolutely. Our good buddy Pear wants to hear Amsterdam. He's a big Mark fan, I think. Uh, really wants to get <laughs> Amsterdam going. Uh, Tom uh, Kevin Brown also is going to throw another vote in for Amsterdam. And uh, Ryan Powell wants to hear feeling off of balance. So there, there's one that no one's manifested yet. So... We got we so we've got balance and we've got diver down. So it's like, well, it's uh, either one of those as, as far as the Discord is going. So okay, good stuff, you guys. Look, uh, that's too. I, I didn't even have to channel the power of manifestation for Amsterdam. Not this time. Uh, you guys did it for me. But I know there's somebody back there that's very much looking forward to Amsterdam. So you know, we'll see. Fingers crossed. But before I uh, I ask you, Corey, I'm going to ask our honored guest, Brad, Nathan, you, you talked a little bit before we went on the air about uh, having a manifestation in mind. So I ask you both this, what song or era, at least, uh, of a Van Halen track do you guys want to manifest for the show today? Well, he's reading the track list. I, I'm None of this, let's pick one from every singer or every album or whatever. I, I grew up 91 when I first, the first time I sat down and listened to Van Halen and Pound Cake came on and I was just like, holy crap. That just, and then the video, right? I mean, <laughs> you got Power Tools, Hot Chicks, and Eddie Van Halen with a guitar, Pound Cake, that's it. 
What more do you need? <laughs> it's right. You can you can say it. I was gonna say pound cake too. Um, but I want I want to go different. I do somebody get me a doctor. Yes, I, I there really you like, go. I've been calling for that one for a while. That's a great, great yeah, choice. I was, yeah, I was going to say. So, hey, you never know. The time might uh, the time might approach for that one. But, uh, ooh, good call on Pound Cake. That's uh, that, much like you, Brad. That is a song that is the the moment I heard it as well. I was like, oh yeah, this this is going to be something truly special. And, and special and it is. That, and I remember seeing that one when they did it on the uh, Van Halen uh, the uh, MTV Music Awards. They came out and played. Yeah, that, that was that was really good. Andrew. Absolutely. There you go. So we got one for pound cake. Somebody get me a doctor. So, Corey, to you, uh, what uh, what particular track does uh, will, will get you in the right mood to just absolutely rock the hell out? Well, I'm feeling like a fuck. Uh, last time uh, we, we spun one of those tunes, I actually called the album, but not the track. And we actually came about an inch away from spinning this one when you spun right now. I want to hear a little Top of the World tonight. Ooh, <laughs> two fucks. We got two fucks. There we go. Okay, so so now it's tied between uh, uh, some two Diver Downs and two Amsterdams. Now two fucks. Uh, so it is all up to me. Uh, Lydia, do you have a manifestation? Nope, no, she left. No. It's cool. Uh, the, the cat's got no opinion. Uh, for me, I think... I think it might be time. And I know I'm going to sound like a broken record, uh, no pun intended whatsoever on this one, but I think it's time for Amsterdam. That's what I think. I, I think it's time. Um, if not Amsterdam, I wouldn't be mad at another balance track whatsoever, but uh, I just, I just feel in my heart. There's something, there's something in the air. Uh, and maybe uh, you, you discord uh, people have something <laughs> to say to do with that. I don't know, but I think, I think it's time for better or for worse. I think it's time. So, bringing forth all the manifestation power to bring Amsterdam to the show. So with all that said, with all of it locked in and we're ready to go, at least I think Brad, Nathan, you guys ready to go. They are ready. The thumbs up. Corey, I'm assuming you're ready to go. I uh, get Sammy warmed up in the back lurkers in the chat on watching us live. I hope you're ready because it's time. So whenever you're ready, Sammy, Take it away. All right. We're going to prime this first uh, because we're trying to spin pound cake or top of the world. Uh, fuck has four letters. We're going to shuffle one, two, three, four times. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I just missed mine. Oh, but somebody Ooh. in the Discord did call his oh, shot. It's did. the full bug. Scott Monroe joins the Scott Manifestation Monroe. Club. You well did it, done. sir. Look at that. The full bug. We are diver down. It is. We tried. Right. We we tried so hard for balance, but it's fine. It's fine. Balance and fuck. We tried. But uh, it seemed uh, the wheel. The wheel likes to give us diver down when we least expect it. I feel uh, it it, really it's almost I just it's it's either diver down or it's Van Halen three when we just absolutely least expect it or one at the least on a particular album, that's when the wheel decides that, nope, this is what you're going to get. So uh, the full bug, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, the full bug is one of the tracks from this album, because again, diver down is not one that I kept in a regular rotation for myself. Obviously I know the hits, you know, mainly the covers there. Uh, but uh, this one kind of escaped me. I know I've heard it, but I'm really, my brain is kind of struggling for a second to bring all the intricacies of uh, how the song is um, structured. Uh, it's, it, it's having hard kind of bringing that to the forefront. So I'm curious as to hear this and I'm curious to see uh, how I feel about it uh, with uh, I guess a fresh perspective. Uh, Corey, you got anything uh about uh, the full bug that uh, you, you want to uh, talk about before we get started? Well, let's start up to uh, to Brad. And, and, yeah, that, and that's Corey wanting any time to make up his yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to look up info. I'm not like Kevin Brown, right? I pause the podcast and I go and look up information on the song. I do it on the fly. Hey, I tried to banter, give you a few minutes or so, but uh, good call. Hey, Brad, Nathan, you got anything about the full bug you want to talk without uh, tipping your hand too soon? 
You know, I mean, I, I'm with you. Diver Down is is uh, not one of my favorites. I listen to uh, listen to Van Halen. I, I don't want to say every day, but you know, many times on my drive commute, I've got it on. Diver Down, I was never a big fan of. Um, I, I heard it. I'm thinking, thinking in my in my head as to some of the bits of it. Um, um, of course, I'm probably totally wrong, but um, Truthfully, it's still Van Halen. You know, it's it's they put something together. Some artists got together and put together a song. And and uh, I want to, yeah, I'm kind of hearing it fresh, I guess, even though I listen to Van Halen all the time. So um, if I remember right, I think there's some banter in it, maybe a little bit of um, a little bit like uh, Hot for Teacher kind of, um, mm. I think, I think. Um, but anyway, it, you got anything? I don't know this song unless I hear it and know it, but I don't know <laughs> off, the, off the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that always jumped out at me was the uh, the opening guitar uh, was played by David Lee Roth. I think it's the last time he actually played guitar uh, on a Van Halen track. I'll try and confirm that as the song's going on here, but uh, he does guitar and harmonica, uh, I believe, on this one. So anyone you know what a full bug know, is? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know the, the answer right off the top of your head? You're not an expert in this no, uh, uh, album brand? Ah, no, I'm well. texting Eric Senich. Did, did, did David Roth play <laughs> harmonica? No. Uh, and, and the full bug. I had to look at what the hell the full, the full bug means. Yeah, what is the full but bug? It refers to success, to succeed at something. You've got to give it everything you have, make the maximum effort to do everything possible. You know, give it the Deadpool, the full bug. Oh, I see. I thought it meant, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have uh, just a, a, a small little illness. You got the full bug. Uh, maybe uh, Dave was talking about some venereal disease or some sort, but uh, glad to know I was wrong about that. Oh, do you, do you want to hear the quote from Dave uh, about why he called the song the full bug? Don't I? All right, here we go. David Lee Ross said, and I quote, you know, when you have a cockroach and they run around the house and get into a corner, we used to have these shoes called PRFCs, Puerto Rican fence climbers, okay? And this was aptly titled because if you're running from the police or what have you, and you were wearing your PRFCs, you could hit the fence at a dead run and your foot would stay in and you could commence climbing immediately, which was the essence of the whole sport anyway. And these were also great shoes for when the cockroach moves into the corner and you get at it with your foot or the bro- or you can't get to it at the- with the foot or the broom anymore. You just jam your toe into the corner and hit as hard as you can. And if you did it right, you got the full bug. So this leg means, bam, you have to give it everything you got, make the maximum effort, do everything possible, get the full bug. Oh. <laughs> if that doesn't work out for you, be an exterminator. There you go. Oh, I'm so glad that you had the full quote ready for that because you could, the second half is the most important part, but it's the setup. It's the setup to the important bit that just makes, oh boy, Dave, Never change, my dude. Never change. You got to love him. What do you say? You guys ready to go? Let's listen to a little The Full Bug from Diver Down. Hell yeah. Down to tell you now. They come to my door. They don't let you pass. Down barely one. Gonna bite your ass. Very cool bluesy setup, but I gotta I gotta wonder. Uh, so the dog's not gonna let you pass, but then the girl's gonna bite you in the ass. Not Apparently, the dog. Yeah. The dogs. Yeah. Okay, that's a little. All right, kind of seemed backwards, but hey, Dave writes in mysterious ways sometimes. All I know is he's got his Puerto Rican fence. Uh, what do you call them? Puerto Rican fence climbers on. So. <laughs> Evidently, yeah. So. Um, but uh, hell of a hell of an intro, uh, or at least not not the intro. But uh, when the band comes in, that's that's a hell of a good riff. So um, yeah, I'm very very excited to get down on the rest of it. Very ice cream man esque, right? You got David. That's exactly what I was thinking, but I said no, nah, that's too easy. I'm like no no no, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Golds, what do you think? Uh, I, I would not. I didn't know that Dave played guitar. I thought all he did was twirl a microphone stand around. Uh, which, by the way, if you hadn't seen it, he is like full Barry Manilow uh, out there uh, yeah. when he does this. But um, <laughs> I, yeah, I like it. And that I was thinking, Ice Cream Man, that when it came mm-hmm. in, it's, but it's got a nice little drive to it. It's not an in-your-face like Ice Cream Man. It seems like it's gonna it's gonna move along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I heard Ice Cream Man too, but I like I like like the like the blues, like you said, like the little like like kind of slow guitar and like the it's like it was kind of like a hoarser voice, like it was sounded different. Yeah, mm. he he has a particular style when he's uh, when he's doing his little kind of blues medleys. So that's yeah, it's it's not uh, not a surprise that it kind of comes across as Ice Cream Man ish because it same sensibility. That was the Dave Wheelhouse. He was influenced by all yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's the high pitch rock song, especially nowadays. He can't do anymore, but this kind of stuff he still pulls right. Out pretty well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the Van Halen sound. That's it right there. Just that harmony, the band going. And that's that's what I was talking about when I said about you talking about love. It's that. Yeah. That's the magic of Van Halen right there. You know, it's all of it. Yeah. Not taking any piece of the of the of the song of the job for granted. And yeah, that's so we uh, talked about Diver Down a little bit. Uh, are you guys a fan uh, of the covers? They did a lot of covers on this album. Obviously, it was very rushed. Uh, they put out Pretty Woman. It became a surprise hit. Label demanded an album. So it was kind of like half songs they were working on, including the full bug, and a bunch of covers. Um, well, what's your overall impression of uh, Diver Down? Let's start with Nathan. I don't know the last time I've like sat and listened to like a full, like this full album but I really, really like Pretty Woman. And I, I like Dance the Night of Ways on this one too, I'm pretty sure, but I really like Pretty Woman. This sounds good so far, but I don't know exactly everything on it, but I do know Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty Woman yeah. was the big hit. Uh, Dancing in the Street was the one you're probably thinking of. Oh, there Dancing in the Street, too. Yeah. yeah. Which, for some reason, I, all I can ever imagine is the Jagger Bowie version of that. With the ridiculous video. <laughs> oh God, that was something, wasn't it? Exactly, exactly. But uh, and it, it's not just for me, Pretty Woman, but 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 the intro, Intruder, listening them together, oh, yeah. it, it just yeah. And yeah. full full bug, you know, I'm 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 remembering bits of it. I was thinking of something else when I said the banter. I obviously that's not the right song, but. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not a huge fan of that album. Um, you know, probably one-off tracks, but particularly Pretty Woman, so. Yeah, well, you talked about Intruder being a perfect lead into Pretty Woman. The lead into The Full Bug was Big Bad Bill is Sweet William Now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fun song. <laughs> it's a fun song, yeah. Does it fit? I guess kind of into the intro to this one, it kind of does, right? Yeah, that's a fun one. when Dave's running lyrics like this, right? Top of his game looks just like an angel, but he's just talking trash. You make conversation, but she's listening to your cash. Mm -hmm. A very definitive statement. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I definitely do. Even when uh, <laughs> I know I gave him shit at the beginning of it with the whole, with the whole uh, uh, dog bite or not the dog biting your ass, but the girl it's like, Oh, okay. Um, you know, whatever you're into, but I got to say uh, lyrics aside though, the 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 unsung heroes so far of the song uh, is the rhythm section of mm -hmm. Alex and Mikey because they they are just keeping that thing uh, fully in its groove and in the swing of it. It's very swingy this this track, very swingy. And it's not that Alex is or Alex, I'm sorry, it's not that Eddie is doing anything uh, bad or off. It's you know he's he's playing the song, he's playing the riffs. But I don't know, man. When Mikey and Alex are just 
keeping that thing uh, steady, it really, really amplifies the song, even if, uh, you know, you're not sure where the song's going to go. But uh, I, I really, really wanted to shout them out because I like what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'll say this. You know, you mentioned Eddie's doing what he's supposed to do, but it's just a nice driving rhythm to it. And when he has a chance, he's coming out with a little bit of little little bit of something, you know, a little bit of uh, a riff here and there and a break of the song, but it it just it fits without overpowering or feeling forced into oh, that yeah. second or two that he's doing it. He's really good about doing that. And uh when he needs to show off, he does. And I'm, you know, I'm sure we're on the course for that, but uh, yeah, he, he knows when to be subtle. So all he wants to give a woman is the best part of a man. What part would that be? What is the best part of a man, Mark? In this instance, I guess it's his wallet. Yeah, there you go. I'm confused by his innuendo. He, he's very, very subtle, very vague. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was just talking about, she's, she's only listening to your cast. So, you know, yeah. gotta, gotta see. And he's like, all I want to give you a woman is the best part of a man. I was like, well, the best part at this moment is your wallet. So, you know, hop to it. And the best part of the song is the guitar solo. And it's coming up next. Come on. Woo. Lot to unpack in that one. First of all, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I have mentioned uh, I'm a sucker for a few things musically. Uh, guitar dive bombs is one thing. I've, I've probably talked about that a lot. But another thing, when you can get guitar and bass to uh, play together in unison, the same riffs, something about that, just like the doubling of it, it just makes my heart smile and uh mikey and, and eddie doing that together uh playing like the same riff essentially uh at at the same time that's just ah it's it's not a nasty riff it's not dirty it's just but it's not clean either you know what i mean i don't know if that makes any sense it's just uh there's just something kind of just sick about that and i i really 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 love that also supposedly uh roth did the harmonica solo for this one yep he did wow well kudos to you dave yeah no, that was that was really tight i really like the walking bass that that might be yeah. that in the middle of eddie's solo um leading into when they got in the sink it kind of reminded me a little bit um of um the opener to mr big's uh debut album dig to that rush where billy oh. sheehan mm. and paul gilbert were just jamming back and forth with real high speed um kind of like what i think what wolfgang and, and eddie did you know later on uh, but when they got in sync like that, it's 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 pretty amazing. Um, oh yeah. What'd you think, young man? I like the harmonica. That I thought that was good. But then I I like like the guitar kind of like led into it. It started like it was like do 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 do, and then he and then Dave Dave picked up the harmonica and then started playing. Mm -hmm. Like I felt the guitar kind of led into it, which was nice. It was uh, almost like a, a a transition of what you don't know where the guitar ends and the harmonica begins at first. Uh, yeah, it's a very smooth transition. Um, yeah, I dig that as well. Kind of like a blues jam. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't call it Alex Van Halen too uh, during that section, right? He was just killing it. And uh, yeah. uh, on Twitter this past week, Leighton Brown, a good buddy of ours from In the Lap of the Pods, uh, accused Mark and I of being uh, or getting our knickers wet. Uh, every time we talk about Alex Van Halen, he's not an, an AVH fan. Uh, and I, I told him I'm a proud uh, knicker wetter then because I think Alex Van Halen is one of the best rock and roll drummers of all time. Look, if I'm a knicker wetter because of, you know, our outpour of love of Alex Van Halen, so sue me because look, this show has been a journey for the both of us of rediscovering our love and appreciation of this band, me included, because I have mentioned, I mentioned at the beginning of this journey that, I was always under the impression that Alex was just kind of an okay drummer. 
I couldn't be more wrong about that. And if you really listen to the things that he is doing, um, and this that's a testament to this show and going into uh, uh, kind of analyzing all the tracks and really listening to what the guys are doing musically. Um, you would be a knicker wetter too. If you understand, like just really appreciate what Alex is doing. And cause he is not a meh drummer. Like he's incredible. He is doing things that just would make your head spin. If you try to really figure it out. So, Hey, whatever, consider my knickers drenched. I'll just pitch it. Sorry, Brad. Go ahead. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I got an itchy trigger finger. I want to get back to the song. Yeah. <laughs> Famous fade out. Yeah, not the, uh, not I, the I concert get, ending. Yeah. yeah, I thought we'd get a big concert ending uh, on a jam like that, but no, we got the fade out. Interesting. Well, you know, it's uh, I guess they they just wanted to keep it keep it swinging, and they just swing off into the sunset, so it just just kind of fades slowly. So I get it, but yeah, just like you know, we just we just said that's uh, uh, kind of a staple with a lot of Van Halen tracks uh, where they do the fade out rather than the the concert ending. So not completely out of character. But still, yeah, I would have expected something a little bit more grand. But nevertheless, there it is, the full bug. We gave you the full bug here on the show from the Diver Down album. Not everybody's favorite album, but this uh, and this is actually not one of the covers. Um, so this uh, I'm, I'm curious to, to hear what people are going to think about this track. But uh, first, before I do that, I have to ask how we feel about this particular track and brad nathan father and son uh duel uh you guys he are our honored guests so i'm gonna throw it to you guys first you know how the show works if you've listened to it you just let us know is i'll start with you brad uh you, you guys can take turns brad would you say that this track from diver down the full bug is what dreams are made of or is the dream over You know, it, it it's fun. It's peppy. Well done lyrics. Uh, in fact, you, you know, you, you don't even hear the the titles, not even in, in, in the song anywhere. Uh, you got a really tight rhythm section, a really nice blues riff. I really like, um, uh, Eddie, Eddie, I like Eddie's hook, you know, what he's got going on in there. Really like it. The band is just playing tight. Um, you know, the, the, the quick fade out, I think kind of works on something like this. It's, it's, it's not, a, it's not a heavy jam. Um, and, uh, yeah, great solo just all around and, and, you know, harmonica, who doesn't like a good harmonica? Uh, so thumbs up. Thumbs up. There's one vote for yes on the, on the panel so far. So, uh, young Nathan, we throw it to you, my dude. Do you feel that, uh, this particular era of Van Halen, this particular track of the full bug is what dreams are made of, or for you is the dream over. Um, I, I really, I really like the, the drums. Like I, I felt at the, like, like that was the first thing, like I really like noticed was like Alex playing the drums really well. And then I didn't even care as much about the lyrics. Like I wasn't paying attention to that, but I really felt like all the instruments in the song, like really came together well. And like with the harmonica, that was nice. I liked, and I felt too, like the song, like 
at the beginning was like the bluesy and then it picked up and then it faded out. Like I felt it was all different throughout the entire song, but it all like worked well. Words never truer spoken. Uh, didn't even care about the lyrics at the time. Yeah, I remember those days too. Because it's like it's just Van Halen. Give me the music. Let me let me hear what the music sounds like. Don't give a shit what Dave's saying. Um. So all right, well said, well said. That's two votes so far. So then, Corey, uh, are you going to be the stick in the mud uh, and give it a down vote, or uh, are you going to be swayed by the uh, the blues sensibilities of the full bug and say it's what dreams are made of? Scott Monroe for manifesting the full bug. This is always one of my favorites off Diver Down. Uh, like a lot of people, probably my least favorite, especially least favorite Dave album in the catalog, um, but still graded album. Uh, we're currently, Mark, if you look at the voting, uh, we've covered uh, five songs before this one, and we're five and oh. Uh, we liked all five on there. Uh, so here's another one I'm upvoting. Uh, this is six for me now. Um, probably my favorite uh, non-cover uh, on Diver Down is, is the full bug. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's not taking anything away from little guitars or, or where have all the good times gone? Or sorry, that was a, a Kinks cover, but uh, you know some <laughs> of the other originals on there, um, absolutely fantastic. I, I agree with uh, Nathan. Yeah, I didn't really care about the lyrics either. Just give me a cool line or two. The music is so damn good. Lyrics don't really matter so much at a song like that. Like that, right? Uh, the rhythm section killed it. Uh, the harmonies were on point. Mikey's killing it on the bass. Alex on the drums. The solo was fire. And Dave you know, should have played a little more guitar, a little more harmonica because it really fit in this song. And it was four guys jamming and having a great time. It's absolutely what dreams are made of, but Mark Meyer. Oh my goodness. Uh, you've been known to be a contrarian in the past. You seemed somewhat positive during the recording of the show, but now it's time to make it official. Is this what dreams are made of or is this dream over? Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. I think it's becoming more and more apparent that my time away from Diver Down is actually doing me now uh, a lot of good because, as you say, we're, we're pretty uh, pretty positive on this album thus far. And to be honest with you, I everyone says this is not their favorite uh, Dave era album. And I'm starting to think, well, why not? Because so far, the ones we've covered uh, have all been pretty good bangers uh this one is no exception uh from the start of its uh sort of rockabilly sort of uh, tone or at least when the band comes in uh, uh the rockabilly sort of sense of it but dave's uh blues influence that uh, he does very very well we talk about his wheelhouse a lot this is his wheelhouse um Brad very uh very cleverly pointed out that this sounds like Van Halen like the what people think of when they think of Van Halen what is that particular sound I think this song is also one of several uh great examples of what classic Van Halen sounds like to people certainly uh it's it's the up tempo the the fact that it's kind of one of those uh upbeat rock songs uh or you know heavy metal hard rock whatever you want to call it uh it's it's got that van halen flavor it's the flavor that we all love it's what brought us here it's why it's what brought you here to this show that van halen flavor do i enjoy uh all aspects of van halen flavor because van halen is a spectrum uh yes yes i do but this is a particular era that is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. And it's, it's clear to see clear to understand why, when you hear a song like the full bug, I wasn't, I wasn't sure that I knew full bug and I'm still kind of uh, racking my brains as to when I'm, heard it before because i'm sure i have but it just it didn't come to me so i'm just going to say that this was a fresh listen and this song absolutely hit all the numbers for me uh great so two great solos from two different instruments that was great i i now really wish uh dave had done more harmonica stuff uh maybe he just didn't feel like it or they just didn't write uh, enough songs that he felt he could contribute it to it. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe they just didn't want to be lumped in with a band like blues traveler or something like that. Who knows? There, there, there are many uh, uh, guesses. We're not experts. So we can't tell you all I can tell you is that a, a, as a listener, this hit all the right buttons for me. So the full bug 
absolutely full-fledged what dreams are made of it is uh just a very good track from a very very good album i encourage you all to give it a re-listen give diver down another try all of you that say is like eh, it's not my favorite dave era album is like okay but i don't know give it another listen even the covers absolutely yeah. so sorry go ahead no i'm sorry the album that analogy is sort of like that that saying you know uh about um you know bad pizza it's still pretty good it's still van halen <laughs> yeah. right you know right it may not be my favorite but it's still pretty good you know yeah it's still pretty good and all things considered like van halen it may not be uh great but pretty good in the van halen catalog is still uh pretty high praise i would say so yeah i i agree with that uh that analogy 100 but now gentlemen it's time to play my favorite game Oh boy. How many times did Van Halen play the full bug in concert without cheating? Uh, we're going to start with uh, with Mark Kameyer. Uh Mark, how many times do you think Van Halen played the full bug live? I don't want to throw right out rules. Yeah, so I don't want to throw out the number that I'm thinking because that just feels like a, a cop out. So I'm just going to say they played this song 10 times. Ten times. All right. So you're definitely going for the under. Remember, it's closest to the actual number without going over. Uh, let's go to yep. Brad next. Brad, how many times do you think Van Halen played the full bug? Not many, but I'm going to go. I'm, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be that one guy. Go go eleven. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. I'm going to say. I'm going to say the Diver Down tour, maybe once or twice. That's. I'm going to go with thirty-five. All right, thirty-five. So Nathan, you got to be a jerk to your dad and pick thirty-six, or. <laughs> Um, I was thinking like 23. 23, okay. 23, okay. And the winner is Brad, the actual retail price, 115 times. Wow. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> 84 times in 1982, another 15 in 1983, and then they busted it out 16 times in 2012. Okay. As well they should. This is a killer track. So, yeah, you know what? Great. I'm, I'm happy to be wrong again. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy going when you go to, later on. You go to a concert and they and, they, and, and they'll go in and they'll throw in some uh, old deep tracks. We we saw Springsteen um, earlier this year, and he busted out four from his original album. Wow! And they weren't all releases. It's like holy cow, right? I'd imagine somebody seeing being in concert in 2012 and this this song pops up. You know, so they're going to be. Uh, Wet for Alex, right? That's the uh, that's the new phrase, right? That's your next T-shirt. Apologies to Gary. Wet for Alex. Wet that's... for Alex. There you go. <laughs> wet yeah, for I like Alex. It. <laughs> Kevin Brown, you still looking? It. Get on it. <laughs> yeah. You're still there, Kev. Yeah, you can get real, real creative with that design. <laughs> make, sure it's, make sure it says "Wet for Alex." <laughs> <laughs> Nicker wetter for oh, Alex. There you go. Nicker, yeah, like or just yeah. Give me a shirt that says "Nicker wetter." Yeah. Uh, oh man, because because then you walk around wearing that and people are going like, "Wait, what?" And it's like, ah, a little inside. If you want to yeah. know, if you, you want to understand you know. the reference, yeah. if you know, you know. If you don't, go check out this podcast. It's pretty cool. Uh, so there you go. All right, awesome stuff. Well, we've done it. Another one on the books. Another track off of the wheel. The the text just getting a little bit bigger, a little bit more clear to see. So, uh, but we're not uh, we're not done yet. Where there's so much more to to come. And uh, speaking of more to come. You guys, we have a Patreon. We've talked about it the last couple of shows, but we're going to keep talking about it because we want to get you interested. We want to get those of you who uh, who who aren't signed up yet, get, get you a little interested because we're not just doing you a favor of, uh, of reading out your tweets live. No, no, they're awesome perks. You can be like Brad and Nathan right here. Like they're on the show. You can be on the show. Find a tier where you get to be part of it. Um, if you've been on the, uh, the, the long wait list all this time, First of all, we apologize. But second of all, you want to get there quicker? Join the Patreon. Uh, kick a few bucks our way. Find a tier that works for you. Or you can be one of the uh, the lurkers where you can you maybe not be on the show. But you can watch our process. So all the unedited uh, goodness, all of the just absolute chaos that sometimes uh, our show can become, you can be privy to that. Uh, and doesn't that sound exciting? Doesn't that sound awesome? Sure it does. So find a tier on the Patreon. Go to it. But and more uh, coming. More coming. Patreon, Mark and I yes. are talking about doing some exclusive, uh, exclusive shows uh, on the Patreon as well. So. 
That's what I mean. Yeah. So more to come because like more shows they're they're on the way, a uh, little exclusive. So if you, you want to hear the exclusives, find the tier, find it, be a part of it. Let us know. Uh, and then if you just, uh, if you don't want to join a particular tier, but you feel like supporting us, we appreciate that as well. So do what you got to do. There are already some Patreon members that uh, I'm going to read out for you tonight. So uh, thank you. Big shout out to our Patreon uh, members, Rave Flav, uh, Josh, Greg Zito, Don Detallo, Ch- Chaz Charles, uh, Sean Geek, Kevin Brown, Per Lineker, Scott Monroe, and of course, Ryan Powell. Thank you guys so, so much for being a part of this. Uh, th- for your continuous support keeps the lights on and keeps us going uh, with uh, more drive and determination and more excitement. Because as I say, there's a lot more stuff that uh, we can offer you. Corey doesn't podcast enough. He wants to podcast even more. So join our Patreon and make him do it. Uh, you can absolutely demand it. There's a tier for that. So uh, <laughs> if, if you want to make sure Corey uh, never sleeps, then uh, join our Patreon and uh, join a tier. So um, on behalf of, of Corey and myself, Corey, will you please let the people know where they can find all the goodness of the show? Yes, sir. They can find us, of course, at uh, www.podcastrock.com. Catch up on old shows. Uh, links to the Patreon on there. It's patreon.com slash podcastrock. Uh, get some merch. We got some great merch. My kids are bugging me like hell to get some new merch uh, before a concert season so we can wear it to shows. So that's going to be good. I'm going to be broke. So we need more patrons so I can afford to buy of my own merch. Kevin Brown in the chat has already said, uh, what for Alex? Done. So there's another shirt I got to pick up now. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Kevin. Uh, you can find us on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Podcast Will Rock. And, of course, you can find us as part of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Very quickly, I'll run down the shows for you. Myself, John Mariano, and Scott Haskin do a show called Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. They're teasing a farewell tour that's going to be dropping on Monday. Uh, myself Ooh. and John also do a show, Backtracks Theme Music, talking music and movies. Uh, Scott Haskin does the Right Heap, the Magician's Podcast. Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast. The Simple Men at Skinner Reconsidered. Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the Other Side. Riot Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Paul Joan David at In the Lap of the Pods. Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge. Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z. Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast. Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast. George and Hattie at Judas Priestcast. Clay and Riot North by South Podcast. Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What, talking all things Megadeth. Kevin Brown at the Tom Petty Project. And Kevin with his good buddy Randy Woods at Seaside Pod Review, talking all things Queen. Quinn at And Volume for All. Sav Nick, Steve and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast. And Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu. And don't forget to support... Our other friends, like the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast, You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast. Of course, the DLR cast and the Bogus Otis show. Pot of Thunder, still the uh, recognized symbol of excellence of rock and roll podcasting. Booked on Rock with Eric Sandwich and Dissect That Film. Hell yeah. Good stuff all. We've got you covered here at the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Literally, we've got you covered. It, it's it's all there. You'll find something you will enjoy. Uh, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Give me a shout out. Uh, let me hear your thoughts about why you think ain't talking about love was what dreams are made of. I, I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one. But nevertheless, oh, and uh, once again, Brad, Nathan. Thank you guys so much. A uh, special, uh, uh, I mentioned the Patreon users and special donation from, from Brad and Nathan. So thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for being on the show. I hope you had a good time. Absolutely. Get to do this with him and, and uh, just indulge me for a second because I want to, you know, I know you guys, um, you put a lot of time into this. And uh, I found you on a, I don't even remember how I found you. It was probably about episode 10 or so. You guys are awesome. Appreciate what you do. It's given me a new appreciation for not only a band that I love, but looking at something differently. And I find when I go to concerts now where I'm listening to new songs, I'm listening with a, with a different ear than I used to listen to some before, breaking it down and trying to isolate some things. But just appreciate all that you guys are doing. It, it, it gives me a nice uh, thing to do and listen to on my uh, boring-ass commute in the morning. So um, just just thanks. Thank you very much for that. That's great. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It was, oh, it was it was great. Yeah. Yeah.
I loved having a because uh, I'm quite old. Uh, Mark's a little bit younger, but it was nice having an actual youngster who's being brought up right. Listening to like you're wearing a GNR shirt, which is fucking great. You're listening to Van Halen, which is fucking great. You're going to concerts. Go out and see as many bands as you can, buddy. That's yes. the way you live life. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing with my 15 year old daughter, except she's making me take her to Nickelback. Uh, like I, I love my kid, but <laughs> we have limits, right? I, we all yeah. have limits. But, but you're doing it with your kid, and that's what matters. Yes, exactly, exactly. L- look, she's just trying to be patriotic and support, you know, Canada's own. That's that's all. I she's guess, just, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect that. And uh, look, say what you want about uh, the band's songs, but you know, Nickelback, they—it's hard to—it's hard to hate on them too much because it's like you—you you want them to be complete assholes, but I, apparently they're not complete assholes. They're which, not. They're, yeah, they were best friends with yeah. like Vinnie Paul and, and the guys from Pantera and stuff. And yeah, and uh, you know they they've got a breadth of knowledge uh, when it comes to like rock and, and metal bands within their grasp. And they're very respectful for uh, uh, with the other bands as well. So you, you got to respect them for that. Uh, again, say what you want about the music that they write, but it is what it is. Uh, but uh, God's bless your daughter for, for, you know, keeping the love alive. Because well, I tell you what, the, hey, the trade-off is I take her to Nickelback. She's coming with me to kiss. So I, I think I win. I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe you win. <laughs> maybe, maybe there. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I just I, I don't know what Kiss sounds like live these days. It's so. all the tracks, so they'll they'll sound great. They're oh, playing oh. all the tracks, so yeah. Oh well, then great. Then then she's in for a hell of a show, a yeah. hell of a stage show. Let's put it that way. So hell yeah to that, and uh, and hell yeah to all of you uh, out there listening. Uh, share with your friends. Let them know. Tell, especially your Van Halen friends. We know you got them. Everybody out there is a Van Halen. There's, there's so, so many people in your circle. I guarantee you are Van Halen fans, and you don't even realize it. You got to ask. You got to talk to them. Blast some Van Halen, and then tell them while they're at it. Hey, if you really are into this band, you should check out this podcast where they take a take a listen to them one track at a time. That's us. We are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later. 